the Fill the Funnel podcast with Jeff Swan and Tom Slocum. We're here to help you crush your targets with tactical tips and insights you can act on today. Don't have a fancy tech stack, a big budget, or even a huge team to lean on? Well, it's time to get that solved today with FTF Fridays. Hey, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Fill the Funnel Fridays with your hosts, Jeff Swan and Tom Slocum. Hello. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about the whole debate around um, organic outreach versus scale. So you, you hear a lot of proponents on either side. There's some people that are saying that um, you need to, to take time and personalize every email and, and you know really get to know your prospect before reaching out. And then there's other people that swear by automate everything, scale it all, um, just you know figure out, uh, give the quality to the people that put their hand up. Um, but we, we, I, I think there's, uh, I don't know about you, Tom, but I think there's a, there's, there's something to be said about balance here is that you can kind of take both approaches. Um, what do you think? I've done both. Uh, you know, little be told I was a spray and prayer, uh, and I built a lot of success off of it. Uh, I would automate my sequences. I didn't really add much customization, but I delivered value, uh, at scale. Uh, and then I made the transfer to personalization. Um, slowing down, really catering to the right people. But I but I blended those worlds, right? I didn't stop one or the other. I didn't go all in on one. But I did, you know, automate to the low kind of the lower end stuff like the managers, the the influencers, the champions, and then for the decision makers that I knew were my target person, right? I like my buyer, everything aligned, you know, I tried to personalize, right? Generally reach out with a genuine interest to connect with them because I knew they could make a buying decision. But the people that couldn't make a buying decision, I didn't spend that much time with. I didn't really drive down with them and try to be all personal and go look at them and do all these things because at the end of the day, they're not going to be the buyer. So I could personalize all day and they could love what I have to say, but what, what are they going to do really except kind of play telephone and maybe pass me along to somebody else? Um, and when I started getting into personalization, for me, I had 3,000 accounts, 3,500 accounts in my progressions, you know, most of my, my reps. So you can't scale all of that. So you just got to play with it and find a balance. There is a time for personalization. And then unfortunately, you know, there is a time to scale and get your outreach out there. And you're not going to win everybody. Um, yeah. I've automated to decision makers and they've loved it. I've personalized to decision makers and they've loved it, right? Too many get caught up on that when in reality – it's the value and the relationship that you build with somebody um, that is going to make that sale. It's the right timing, the right person and the right message to connect those dots. Um, so I think there is definitely a way to balance too. I like that because um, I, I mean, we have our own opinions and, and, and data, but I hear from a lot of different people where um, some people do exactly what you said is that really sell on value. And they found that uh, through number, like numerous tests and all this other stuff that the, the lift that they get from organic outreach is not significant enough to actually change what they do. But when I, when I press these types of people, they always have really good messaging. <laughs> so, you know, like, like you say, they deliver value so that their prospect is actually sitting there going, this is a good email. Like I'm getting something good for my prospect, or that was a great cold call that I got value out of. So I think that's really the key there is, is really about value. Um, but, or oh, sorry, go ahead. No, that's, that's all it comes down to uh, is, you know, Will Allred has talked about this, Christina, yourself, the emailing gurus, some of the cold calling people, right? That 
honestly, stop worrying about the personalization and getting so wrapped up in that part. Yeah. We need to be helping sales development reps and top of funnel people convey and communicate better. It has nothing to do with you telling me that you listen to our podcast and I love this and then just hit me anyway with the same pitch you were going to do anyway. Yeah. The blurb of the personalization, right? You're, you're, you're starting to turn it into going through emotions approach. You're, you're assuming that you have to do it because everyone else is doing it. But what you need to really dive into if you're a top of funnel person it is the, the structure of your messaging, the value that you're bringing and what you're really trying to convey. I don't give a crap if you listen to my podcast or whatever you did or, or did all your research. If at the end of the day, your message actually makes sense and, and, and gives value to what I'm doing. I have people hit my inbox now that we've launched our company, Outbound SOS, that, oh, I see you're doing Outbound SOS. It's so great. And, da, 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 da. and then their message is about bookkeeping or, or taxes or all this or stuff. source app development, right? Yeah. Like, I'm like, what yeah. like, okay, like, you had a personalization, but you still missed the whole, yeah, I read your email, but then all of a sudden you hit me with this blindsided pitch that like yeah. didn't even make sense. Yeah. So like, forget the personalization if you're not going to deliver the value anyway. So find the balance. Like, I just hate that everybody takes these trends and, and consumes themselves in them and assumes that's the way to do it because honestly, and I'm going to say it, I know some SDRs that said, screw that system and are automating like a machine and they're out booking people that are doing personalization. Yep. Pipeline's still getting closed. Meetings are still happening. So I think it's, it has to be what you feel, right? What do you want to do? How do you like to be pitched to? How do you want to talk to somebody? And if it's not personalization, it's okay. Not everybody's going to like it, but, but it, it's going to work and it's not going to work. Um, what people don't understand is there's no damn magic bullet in sales. The magic bullet, to be honest, is finding your identity, using your language, using your formatting. Um, if you're a big, long-winded writer in email, stay there. I know you can do it better and I know you could clean it up, but that's not you, right? So it's going to look weird and you're going to cut out things. Me and Jeff have done this. Jeff has tried to write sequences for me for some of the things we're doing. And I'm just like, I can't do it. It's just a different style. Right. You run it and and what? You book 10 meetings in a week. I run it and I get one. And it has nothing to do with the value of the messaging. It's just people kind of get this personality out of it and it doesn't, it it just looks weird. So I think, you know, in your mind, think about how to convey your message and build organically your message and your value without heavily having to deal with, Oh my God, every touch I need to bring in something. I need to be looking at their LinkedIn and mention something. No, you don't. You need to hit them at the right time, do your research. And if they're really a person you should be reaching out to, then do it. However, that looks for you. But if it's not, then don't reach out to them. Right. It's that simple. Yeah. Well, and, and so that's that's a really good point, Tom. And thank you for saying that. Is that the the hands down? It's so important to have your own identity. You cannot take someone else's playbook and put it in in your own and just do it. You can't just take someone else's playbook and run it. You have to build your own. You have to run your own plays. You have to do your own messaging because that is the, how you're going to be successful. You might you might have used my sequence and booked ten meetings two in a week. Okay. And then the next week had nothing. Yep. Right. So you could have got the same results I got from the same thing and got the same results. And then the next week you don't. And then what are you going to do? Come back to me again? <laughs> like, how is that going to be helpful for you? Right. Well, like it's, it's not. It's not. And, and you look at anywhere you do sales, right? You go to a car lot, you go buy furniture. What if every single person was just a robot in that building? 
Okay. You walk in, you're going to go buy a car and every rep that was on the parking lot was just an organic robot that had the same script, same convo. What would you do? And what do you do? How do you make a decision? Right? It's just the same. It doesn't matter if me and you both walked onto that lot at the same time, we're both yeah. going to get an experience where what you see today is different experiences, different people. Like, it, like you can walk on a car lot and get a completely different experience with somebody than what I would. And it's yeah. not cookie cutter. So why do they do it that way? But yet we go into SAS or we go into outbound cold calling or messaging and everybody thinks we all need to be doing the same thing. No, yep. we don't. Then no. There's no sales. There's no world of revenue. There's nobody buying anything because screw it. Just replace everybody with robots and, and one generic approach. And automate it all. And automate, automate it all. Happen. Right. Like just yeah. automate it all. No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. what, we, what, what Jeff and I have really tried to do and, and, and you know, what I oppose all of you SDRs to do and, and AEs is there are guides. There are things to explore, yeah. but, but, but tweak them. Don't don't take them exactly as they are. Slice and dice them. Guide them. That's all I did. I'm not going to lie. I'll raise my hand. I used HubSpot Google articles for I don't even know how long. Probably my first two years SDR. I love them. But. I didn't take them exactly as is, put them in my email and send it. Yeah. I tweaked it. I took my Tom sauce on top of it and I said, wow, this is really pretty good. Let me tweak it to what I'm doing and kind of change some things or see how the framework is and then design my own out of that. That's the same thing you want to do, right? And and, and it's okay to be organic and automate. Um, yeah. I think the first two touches realistically should always be organic. And you want to tear out your stuff, right? I'm not talking yeah. every single outreach. I had five, yeah. I have 3,000 accounts. I couldn't do that across the board. But, but you need to align on what's important to you and your company. Who are those target buyers? Who are the people that really should be entering your funnel? And when it comes to those, take some time, yeah. right? Research, build a nice value story to them and, and take your time in those first two touches. But then about touch three, four, five, Use some value added templates, right? Scale it out a little bit and be like, all right, they've at least got to know what I was reaching out to very personally first. Now yeah. I'm just going to add my three through eight touches to kind of be a little bit, you know, added value on top of that. Scale, right? And and and, and you don't necessarily even have to have this completely organic first touch or two, first two touches, right? Like you can personalize certain aspects of it. Yeah. Um, but to your story earlier, you don't want to start with something like, hey, Tom, you're uh, the founder of Outbound SOS. So check out my bookkeeping service. That ain't right. That doesn't yeah. do anything. Right. You have to have a tie. So if you're going to bring up something like, Tom, you talked about kick ass cold openers. Um, and, you know, I have a service that helps you write the best one liners. You know, that really yeah, sounds really awesome. Really weird, right. right? Um, right? Like, it's like, so yeah. weird. I, I'm yeah. seeing it across the board and these are weird companies like not in our industry of SaaS as much but some of these yeah. other companies out there but it is weird how so many have taken personalization the wrong way they don't get it yeah. um they think just adding it is all they have to do and, and yeah. that's not what it is and i love that you and christina and will have and, and a lot of other emailers have been pushing this is that only bring in the, the right personalization that can add to the story. Yeah. I still bring the story up all the time and, and I know he probably heard it enough and he's annoyed with it, but <laughs> Scott Lee shared the story that one time and it resonated with me on what personalization really meant. This person prospected him, knew he does surfing sales, right? But the whole message and email that he wrote was tying surfing into the world of revenue for Scott. 
And I thought that was phenomenal. And it was a beautiful written story. It was a little bit long winded, but it got Scott's attention and it all resonated throughout the whole thing. So if you're going to bring up surfing, bring it up because it makes sense to don't bring it up because you're just wanting to bring it up and check a box on your email. Right. Exactly. Bring up my podcast just because it checks a box, bring up my podcast because it makes sense in your messaging or bring up our content because it makes sense in your messaging. If it doesn't make sense, find another Avenue. You don't have to do that personalization. You can balance it, but if there's a real moment where, holy shit, Jeff just dropped this amazing podcast episode that actually fits and talks about my product. I have a a way to reach out. I posted about video prospecting like last week or a week before, and I got to commend BombBomb. BombBomb social sell like a champion and blew up my post and like, like swarmed it, right? I had the VP, the CEO, the founder, like the, uh, all the reps. And and then the message that came on the back end was all personalized to me and, and about my post and tying it all together and understanding like that made sense, right? That moment connected. But if bomb just reached out to me, it was like, I, you know, blah, 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 blah. And then hit me. I'd be like, what the hell? Yeah. So, you know, there's a balance to all this. And I believe that organic is still the way to go. I think that right now with the way that automation is going, yes, SDRs and AEs and everybody in sales needs to figure out how to convey their value with the right messaging and and hone in on those skills. Stop looking for these one solution ways of doing things and these little trends that you think as soon as you do them, you're just going to have to find success. You're just going to find success, right? It doesn't work like that. Yeah. We need to be teaching the root of the skills. No more cookie cutter, no more all this stuff, bullets. We need to be empowering people to create their own trends for just them. Who cares if it catches with anybody else? Let's start empowering people to create their own individual trends that just work for them. Well, Tom, I would would argue it's better to do that because I want you to be different than me. When When we both reach out to the same VP of sales, I want them to feel like it's different. Mm-hmm. That it's not a cookie cutter, that it's not like some template we created and just go, right? Yeah. Like I want my personality to show through. I want your personality to show through and how you bring value and how yeah. I bring value. And we're the same company, right? <laughs> and we teach people how to run plays, right? But the reason why we don't give a lot of templates out is because of that exact reason, is that yeah. you want your personality to go through. And this is why we named this episode Organic uh, versus scaled outreach, right? Not personalized versus scaled outreach because right. organic is organically who you are, your personality, your value, and what you bring to the table to one of your prospects, right? And that's organic. And then the outreach that you do is mostly manual as opposed to automated. So it's organic. And and we feel, honestly, like I feel that's freaking strong. Like it works so much better when I'm sitting there, you know, I message 10 or 15 people on LinkedIn and I just say, hey, Tom, I saw what you did over there, really liked it. And here's what my thoughts on it. Um, do you want to chat about this more? Boom. That's something that actually gets me a lot of help, a lot of, of conversations, right? I've said that same thing to other people. They've used it and it works for half, doesn't work for others. <laughs> well, that's the thing. You're never going to find something that works 100% for every single person, man. I mean, and that's the world we live in. There, there's personality for a reason. Otherwise, we'd all be very generic, right? And all be the same. And that's just how we we move forward. There's a reason that we're personal. That's the reason why we are our own identities. And people need to embrace that and not run from it. Um, I know a lot of people that I hired as SDRs that were the shyest people ever. They weren't extroverts, but they killed it on the phone in their own way. They were very in their own way. And I never changed that. I didn't tell them they should be more 
dominant or any like, hey, I'm not touching it. You're working, do your thing, and it's all about you. Um, and you're, yeah, maybe you take 30 minute phone calls with one prospect versus another rep who takes five in that 30 minutes. But you know what? You're making you're you're making the numbers. You're yeah. doing your job, and you're doing you. Why would I say, you know what? You take a 30 minute call. So let's move that. Down. Nah, man. Now, if you're not hitting all of your stuff and your goals, and it's getting a little long winded, sure. But if yeah. you're hitting your goals, doing your thing, and you only took five phone calls in the whole day, and they lasted three hours, good for you. Like, and you converted two. Like, I'm happy about that because that's you. Yeah. Um, I have people be humor on the phone. I have reps that would laugh, make jokes, be crazy. I had some that were the sleazy ass car salesman, sleazy, <laughs> slick hair back, slimy sales rep. Remember? I worked with a few of those, and you know what? They killed it. That was their style. That's them. Yeah. You yeah. can't change that. Um, yeah. So, in your organic research, and you're, when you're looking at this balance, you know, find what works for you. There is not a one size fit all magic bullet here. Um, no. But I highly suggest being organic. Don't try to go cheat on the internet. Use them as guides. Go find what works for you. When you're in these communities and you're in all these resources, you have to be prepared to have a filter on and just slow down and and process what you're getting at. You know, you go to all these AMAs. Everybody right now is all about the SDR world. Let's support them. We've got all these communities, but nobody is training anybody and putting them through a workshop in unlocking their skills, unlocking who they are. Um, and that's what we need more of, right? Is let's go into a program that gives you nothing except challenges and, and, and experiments to, to find who you are. So at the end of it, you can find your own messaging and, and your own place in the sales world. And I'll stop. Exactly. Hey, that was golden, my friend. So just to wrap up effectively, when you're looking at the uh, organic versus scale conversation, you have to do both. You have to find ways to do both organic outreach and scaled outreach. You can do that by prioritizing your list, tiering it up and doing only organic to the top and then scaling the rest. Or you can do it where your first couple touches are organic and the rest is scaled. Either way, find your own lane and figure it out. It's all on you. (laughs) So happy hunting, folks. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Fill the Funnel podcast. If you like what you heard, be sure to hit subscribe on your favorite platform, give us reviews and tell all your friends about us. Till next time, happy hunting. Happy hunting.